The Elvis and podcast is meant to be a parody of the rock and roll lifestyle and should not be taken seriously. Though the monologues are true accounts as told by some of Elvis's closest confidants, the scenes are improvised and completely fictional. In other words, if you use this information at your local quizzo, you'll not only lose, but likely be asked never to come back. Well, I got a little story that I want you to know. Oh, oh, I'm gonna make that shit up as I go. Oh, oh, I'm gonna start with a little bitty kernel of truth, but then it's gonna turn nutty like a baby root. So take it with some salt and a grain of sand, have a fried banana sandwich and listen to Elvis Ain't. Elvis Ain't. Ever get a hankering for a favorite food at random hours of the day? Sure, we all do. Sometimes the object of our cravings is readily available in our kitchen. Other times it may require a brief visit to the local convenience store. But many times the source of our munchies is not easily accessible. When that's the case, we simply shrug our shoulders, open up the freezer, and hope that there's enough ice cream left in the container to satisfy our sweet tooth. That's what an average person would do, but that's not how the king rolled. On the night of February 1st, 1976, Elvis was entertaining two visiting law enforcement officials from Denver, Colorado, Captain Jerry Kennedy and Ron Pietrofasso. As the three men sat around the Presley estate, comparing badges and talking about America's illegal narcotics problem, their discussion turned to another of Elvis's favorite topics, food. As family recipes were shared and favorite restaurants discussed, the two policemen told Elvis about an infamous sandwich offered by one of their local haunts. Christened the Fool's Gold Loaf, this heart-stopping sandwich consisted of a large baguette that's been hollowed out, then stuffed with a pound of crispy bacon and excessive amounts of peanut butter and grape jelly. The whole thing is then briefly baked and served to the no-doubt suicidal patron. After becoming entranced by the tales of this epic sandwich, Elvis was determined to eat the Fool's Gold Loaf. The policeman promised E that the next time he hit Denver, they would take him to the Colorado Mining Company to experience the infamous entree. Elvis being Elvis said he couldn't wait that long. He had to have the fool's gold loaf that night. His guests assured him that his request was quite impossible, since the restaurant was in Colorado and they were in Memphis. Plus, it was almost 11 p.m. Tennessee time. Little did they know the bounds Elvis would go to get something he wanted. The king called up his personal pilots, Milo High and Elwood Davis, and told them to get his jet ready for takeoff. Their destination, Denver. Their mission, eat some sandwiches. Before taking off, Elvis instructed his Denver guests to contact the owner of the Colorado Mining Company and instruct him to meet Elvis's entourage at the airport with a plethora of fool's gold loaves. Elvis's jet, the Lisa Marie, touched down in Denver at 1.40 a.m. The king and his crew were greeted at the airport by restaurateur Buck Scott, his wife Cindy, and 22 piping hot fresh fool's gold loaves. Elvis, his crew, their guests, and the pilots feasted on the magnificent sandwiches in an airport hangar. Once the last crumb was downed, the king paid his bill, bid the Scots adieu, and boarded the plane bound for home. You guys comfortable? We're here in the jungle room. Yes. He's very nice in here. Jerry, how about yourself? Top you off with another uh, beverage? I thought you boys were from Denver. I was going to question your, uh, your accents because you didn't sound so Midwestern. Or is that how you sound in the Midwest? I don't know. The Midwestern part of Italy, like uh, above Sicily, but below... Uh, Palermo? 
<clears throat> Glad you said it because I couldn't think of another city. I don't know where it's at, but I know it's there. Well, there's a Roma. There's a Pisa. Listen, if you got to take a pizza, head on down the hallway, but do us a favor and flush twice. If you, if it's uh, yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, flush it down. Like my boy said, uh, twice would be preferable. Because uh, that aroma you were talking about before, yes. we don't want that clogging up the room. Yeah, man. Oh, what is that sound? King, is that your belly? Yeah, man, I, I could go for something, man. Well, I mean, oh, yeah, Mavis whip something up. Maybe some pasta Ooh, here. Pasta with a nice red sauce? Well, I will tell you, Memphis, we are known for our pasta. Listen, we could probably do like a ham sandwich pasta combo sandwich. Man, yeah, that sounds good, Lamar. You That's got a nice hot of bread out here? Nice a hot of crusty bread. You saying hot or hard? Hot. Still don't know. I think we're saying the same thing, you know? Hot? Yeah, we give them yes. both, and then we're covered on both sides, hot, hard. Yeah, I think we got some monkey steaks laying around. You're talking real monkey. Oh, you've, man, a, you've not lived when you've had just monkey uh, a pizzicato or something like that. Was that pan fried? Oh, I don't know. Pancetta? I know. It sounds good. Pancetta. We got some monkey jerky. You guys are still talking about a real monkey. Well, I mean, not anymore. He's dead. Oh yeah, he's quite dead. He's do you been... consider a hamburger a cow? Like, I mean, do you call it a cow or interesting? I call it a meatball. You call a monkey a meatball? No, no, no. That the hamburger is the meatball in Italy. Oh, there is no hamburger in Italy. Oh boy, like King! I think I think you are famished. I think this guy's <laughs> yes. not kidding. Yes, he needs a nourishment. And I am getting hungry. And we we're talking about hamburgers and uh, pasta, ham sandwiches. Well, it's kind of late here. Uh, all the restaurants close. Well, it is almost eleven o'clock. I mean, I could get them to open if I wanted to, but I'm kind of tired of everything. I want something new and exciting and oh, fresh and. Elvis, I, I only I guess my only regret is you're not with us back home. Is hot damn every every corner's got a new thing you could try. And you talking Denver cuisine? What's Denver known for, man? What do you got like flapjacks? It's a working class town. You get a little bit of the best of everything. You know, a good meat and potatoes town. You know, man, I like that. I like potatoes. Yeah, but we can get meat and potatoes right down the street. I keep meat and potatoes in my dresser drawer in case I get a little hungry during yeah, the night. Yeah, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. Wait. Not not exactly meat and potatoes though. It's like a really fine steak. You ever had a cheesesteak? Um, sure I've put cheese on my steak. Does that count? The meat is it like a shaved and then like a tossed around on the grease? You mean like, like they shave the cow? Like get out yeah, of there? Yeah, man. That's kind of queer. They shave it a meat. Weird. Have you ever had a steak sandwich? I mean, I've taken a steak and I've put it in a sandwich bun and I've eaten it. How about this? You get a nice hard roll. He's hot, hot, hot or hard? Roll, I yeah. don't know. Like a uh, baguette. Like a French baguette. Oh, wait, what did you, what'd you just say? Yeah, <laughs> so you get a roll and you put it in a bag. You bag it. We get it. We get it. Don't do yeah, it's, it's gonna It's going to be to go. It's going to be to go. What are your favorite ingredients? If you could just, your wish list of things that would go inside a roll. God damn, man. Where do I stop? You know, I mean, the king does something we call the refrigerator cleaner. Stew sandwich. And where things are about to expire, we just start opening them and pouring them into the bread. Yeah, that's true, man. You made me a great uh, gorgonzola flatbread marshmallow fluff relish sandwich the other night. It looked like a shamrock shake when I went to the bathroom for yep. some reason. I think it was all that relish. And gentlemen, once again, I must reiterate, he flushed twice. It's what we do here. Please flush Be twice. nice, flush twice. That's a little saying we got here. Graceland. Yeah, I saw that on the wall of rules when I walked by. That's pretty neat. You got them all listed like that. Yeah, man, that thing just keeps growing and growing, man. Yeah, if you noticed a couple of those monkey rules have been crossed off, that's just because um, that monkey is no longer here, other than in jerky form. Man, I would put monkey jerky in a roll. 
Um, I'd put monkey steak in a roll. Gentlemen, I don't mean to interrupt. I was just walking by. E, uh, Mar, how you doing? Uh, yeah, I heard you talking about food. And E, don't forget about the Albuquerque Fist Rocket. Remember? Oh, man. Sunny red news. And the Tallahassee uh, Fist. No, well, I said Fist already. We got a lot of fisting food. Man, we're getting by. on that fisting kick again. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a fing- well, I was fingering. There's like finger foods, but it's fisting. What would you put in a sandwich? Oh, me? Yeah, man. Red, sunny, sunny red. And don't say eat. cinnamon, goddammit. I hate that you put cinnamon on every goddamn thing. Just because you got a red beard doesn't mean you gotta crud it all up with the color red. I've themed my existence. Sorry, gentlemen. All right, paprika, and then put a little yeah, bit paprika's of... Paprika's red. It's always gotta be goddamn red. If he says Old Bay seasoning, you're gonna have to hold me back, King. Pepperoni's red. I guess I'd want to jam a, a, a whole stick of pepperoni. Oh, uh, I'd no. probably want to... Sprinkle some cheese. Hold on a second. We might be on to something. Hollow out that stick of pepperoni, and that's your bread. Oh, I like the way you're thinking. Oh, so the pepperoni is the shell. It's like a canoe that takes all these other ingredients on a trip down the river of my tummy. Oh, this is what you're trying to tell me. And in this case, the the man in the boat is a big hunk of cheese. A little bit. Just a little bit of monkey. Oh yeah, you gotta throw some monkey in there just for the just for the protein. Okay, much- great. We have a little. It's like a diner. It's a diner. Get almost anything of that. What is the one? Uh, it's got peanut butter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. jelly, and, and, uh, and, 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 and the bacon, and the bacon, yeah, and a lot of bacon, and they jammed it inside a roll. And uh, I guess because uh, it's a mining town, they called it a fool's gold or something. It's fool's uh, gold a loaf, I think. It was like a loaf, like a bread. Uh, Hold on a, a second. Loaf, like so a- you just made it up with shit that's laying around, huh? It's kind of like a stew sandwich. You're like- saying that somebody took peanut butter. And jelly. Yes. And bacon. Mm-hmm. And they put that onto a sandwich. Yes. They and they put it in a long, hot, hard roll. Oh, man. Now I know what you're talking See, about. See, I get it when he says it. Man, <laughs> that sounds like one of my dreams come true. Why have I not thought of that? King, your mouth, it's uh, leaking. I'm yeah. like a Pavlov's dog, man, salivating over here. You have rung my bell, gentlemen, nah. with this fool's gold loaf sandwich. Where, where does one acquire one? He's called it the Colorado Mining Company. You know, you know, just put it down on your list. Next time you're in Denver, you're on tour, come see us. We'll take you there. It's King, we're not going to be in Denver, according to your calendar, another six days. God damn, man. I cannot wait that long. Six I, days is like six weeks. Well, almost. Yeah, but more. Less. Boys, anything is possible. You have entered the kingdom of Graceland. Shit gets done around here. It's like 11 o'clock, I think. I can feel it in my bones, and that's like... It's what? a different time zone. After that, it's about a 9 o'clock right now. 9 o'clock, man. We get the plane fired up. It'll take about two hours. He's actually serious. He wants to... Gentlemen, I am not fooling when it comes to my plane and food. Yeah, we take food very seriously We here do, man. Iceland. When I got rich, I said, I will never go hungry again. And I am I'm getting ready to starve right now. We got to solve that shit. Yeah, I haven't eaten in almost two hours. That, and that is, is just two weird. hours too long. Goddamn. All right, fire up that jet. You give us directions. Or whatever. Call up. Tell this guy money is no object. I won't. However many fools go loaves, it will feed like about 12 of us. Give or take. Let's do it. Let's get this done. We'll put the call in. Make it a call. See if he's still around. Though. All right, man. We going on a road trip? Sunny Red. Yeah. Call Elwood and Milo. See if they'll fire at Lisa Marie. Man, not my daughter, man. The jet. All right. The jet. And have a nice night, sir. Well, Buck, maybe I'll pull out the mop and uh, clean out the floor here. I am winded. 
All right, Cindy, thank you so much. I'm going to mop my brow like I normally do and uh, grab a nice little drink off the rail. And Hey, Buck. Buck. I hate to bother you, but uh, there's a phone call. Somebody's rambling about wanting food. Well, I mean, we're closed. It's past nine. Just tell him we reopen 7.30 for breakfast. He said he's rich and famous and has an airplane and uh, likes the taste of monkey in his mouth. Nick, just give us a moment. Buck, I gotta tell you, I don't think there's any point in even taking that phone call right now. This sounds like a prank call, right? Who's, who's calling He's, it, and ordering it, a monkey at night? Tastes like monkey. Yeah. I, it's a prank call. Just say also our refrigerator's running. We caught it. <laughs> he, he got wind that we had the fool's gold loaf, and he's not got nothing like that. He lives in Memphis, and he wants to he come here and eat it right now. Wait a second. Memphis? Memphis, Tennessee. Yes, ma'am. And a man with a healthy appetite? Huge appetite. I mean, the guy's eating monkey, apparently. And a ton of money. Lots of money in a jet. Are you thinking what I'm pilots. thinking? Let's say it at the exact same time. We'll count to three. One, One two, three. three. Johnny Jay. Cash. <laughs> Who did you say? Did you say Santa? That's what I heard, Santa. Buck, Santa Claus Cash. could have a fool's gold loaf made in his own little workshop. I just went in my head when somebody has a, a big appetite and tons of money and the ability to fly anywhere he wants, I assume it's Santa. Oh, that would make sense. Makes an argument. He was going to come in on reindeer, I would assume? No, he said a jet and two pilots. They sounded like fake names, though, the pilots. Interested. He actually told you the names of the pilots. There was a lot of detail in this phone call. I heard the phone ring, and it didn't seem like there was enough time to convey all that information in such a short amount of time. Nick, Nick, is he still is he still on hold? It's okay, it gentlemen. Time. I wouldn't worry about it if the man's on hold. I recently put that new hold music in there, Robert Goulet. Sometimes I call that after I got home because I like Robert Goulet so much. Nick, you do not. I do the same thing. That's why it's busy when I call. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Big fan. I, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take the call. I'll take the call. All right. <clears throat> uh, should I introduce you to him? I'm just going to take the call. I'm just going to take the phone. Buck, I'll get on the extension. Colorado Mining Company. Man, it's so much handed evening I stick a goddamn bayonet in your head, man. Who picked this on hold music? Uh, hello? Goulet. Man, hey! Is this Buck C. Scott? It's it's Buck C. Scott. Yes, yes, it is. Hey, man, look, man. I'm going to convey a whole lot of information in a real brief time. This is Elvis Presley. I'm on my jet, and I'm headed to your town, man. I heard you got this thing called a fool's gold loaf, and my pilots, Milo High and Elwood Davis, are flying my ass out there, moving my entourage and a couple of your local law enforcement officials. And by God, man, we want some fool's gold loaves, and we want them now. Man, we're going to be landing your time in probably about... Approximately 90 minutes. I want you to meet me at the airport with 22 piping hot goddamn fool's gold loaf sandwiches. I will pay you whatever you want. Money is no object. If you got some monkey around, bring some monkey too, some Pepsi, some goddamn Cristal. Do they have Cristal 1976? And uh, just meet us at the airport. I will pay you handsomely. Please hold. Fuck. I think it's, really, it's, it's, it's Elvis. It, it, I think that's really him. Everything's checking out. I, I, the monkey ran through for the second time. It was a monkey theme, so clearly Nick wasn't lying. Do we ask him to say some things that would prove he's actually Elvis? Because this is... That's a good idea. We should come up with like five important questions only Elvis would know. Okay, good. I could help. Right, Nick, get on the other extension. 
I've been on the other extension. Oh, that was I right. supposed to hang up before? No, this is fine. This will work it's, perfectly. It's, it's why we have three lines. Okay, and he apparently doesn't like our whole music, so let's get back on the horn. Okay? Oh, oh, that's right. <coughs> He's listening to Robert Goulet sing right now. Oh, man, if ever I should leave you in a grave, Robert Goulet, somewhere out in the Nevada desert. Uh, uh, hi, I, I, sorry, sorry to put you on hold there. Listen, all of this sounds amazing, and all the information checks out. Uh, just a little odd. It's uh, 9 o'clock at night, Colorado. There's a man from Memphis saying he's Elvis Presley, said he wants to come to my restaurant and eat. But how do I know that you, in fact, are Elvis Presley? God damn. I'm on the other extension. Oh, you're on the other extension, Lamar. Probably the best thing that we could do to help these fine people out is uh, maybe answer some questions only you would know. I feel like I'm interviewing for a job when all I want is a goddamn sandwich, but all right, let's do it. Right. Ask away. I got one. Okay, uh, who, uh, who the hell's this? Yeah, please announce yourself. Uh, you were talking to the king. Yeah, man. And let me just say right away, this is kind of a big deal. So everybody we have still at the restaurant is on the line right now. So uh, we will announce our name first before we start speaking. Okay. Nick. Go ahead, Nick. First caller. Long time fan. Oh, thank you very much, man. First time I'm calling into one of these. Well, yeah. Well, I called you, so... What's the name of your plane? My plane is called Lisa Marie. It's named after my beautiful daughter, Lisa Marie. Yep, and only Elvis would know that. That's a good. That's a good start. Well, it's, it is written on the side of the plane. Well, I know, but you know, it could be uh, code. That's true. Also, where would you be reading it? Are you are you in the airport, like just hawking my plane, or are you just are you flying next to me, trying to read what's written on the side? That's, that's a good weird, point. Man. When I'm in the airport, I like to read a magazine. I don't read planes. Yeah, when I'm in the airport, I like to take a couple pills to make me calm down, so my flight's more enjoyable. You know, we're not on hold. Next question, please. Okay, this is this is Buck, uh, the owner. Um, I heard once that you had a twin brother that died uh, early on, maybe even in the womb. Oh, yeah. Buck, that's a serious that's, question. That's goddamn. What are you bringing down the room? Thanks a lot, man. Thanks for reminding me of my dead I, brother. I'd also like to just say, saying bringing down the room is not a good idea when your room happens to be 40,000 Oh, goddamn, that's right, man. Goddamn. You're killing, killing my vibe. Brother. Well, I, I I took my answer. I was going to ask you what his name was. You were the only one there with him at the time, so I figured... I was like, God damn, many of you old. It's not like we went day sailing together or something. He was dead. Man, it's like a blue song. I woke up this morning and my brother was dead. Yeah, come on, let's do it. Uh, actually, if I can take a second and uh, uh, Buck, Cindy, and Nick, this is uh, Sonny Red. You don't know me. I'm on the third line. He knows my name and I haven't even introduced myself they yet. They have three lines like we have three lines. I got more than that. Son? Son, this is me, your father Vernon. Jesus Christ, you let him near your phone. Get him off. I didn't even know he's on the plane. He's on, he's on the line. toilet phone, probably. All right. That's right. Get out of there. Get the hell off the phone, Vernon. Man, I flushed twice, too, Vernon. I do have one question. This is Cindy C. Scott, the uh, loving wife of Buck C. Scott. So my question is this. Yeah. What color is your hair? Now, Buck, I'm telling you why I asked this question. Because I read in Cosmo that Elvis actually dyes his hair, but he is a natural blonde. Are you blind, Cindy? And I, I don't mean that in like, a, like I'm not being an asshole. I'm just trying to ask, are you legally blind? Like, you cannot see. I can legally see, but I cannot legally drive because I hit three boys last summer. Cindy, that's that's too much information. We're not the ones being asked questions. Here. I thought we were given a lot of information in these very quick phone calls. Goddamn, man. Just look at me. My hair is black. Always has been, always will be. Next question, please. Nick, I gotta be honest. I wouldn't come into this prepared. Do you have another question? Well, he had a monkey. What's your monkey's name? Man, my monkey, he passed away. Uh, his name was Scatter. He froze to death uh, behind Graceland, hanging onto a chain link fence, which is the same way that I think Maurice Chevalier died. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Anyway, I hope that satisfies that answer. 
It does. That's right. All right. So we got a monkey. We got his hair color. I know his brother died. You guys got one more question. What's hey, man. It be? Make it count. This is it. We're going to be putting landing gear down soon, boys. Lady. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Mr. Presley, I know I'm 90, 80% there, so I'm going to call you Mr. Presley now. Oh, that's my dad. Actually, my dad is the, the rat-faced bastard. You can call him that. He was just on the line. I just... And he better not be anymore if he knows what's good for him. He's not on the line. Oh, my God. You were supposed to hang up, Vernon. What Vernon. the hell are you doing? Vernon. I wasn't clear on that. Man, goddamn, Vernon. How clear do I got to be? Hang up the phone. Okay. <laughs> click. Well, I think he said click. I, I hold think on. He said click. Hold on. You. Hold on. Vernon, you still there? Uh-huh. Vernon, goddamn it. Damn. Vernon, man, come on. I'm going to strangle you with a goddamn phone cord if you don't hang up soon. I'm going to flush your head down the toilet. Sonny Red, why don't you go down there and check on him? I'm on top of it. Next call. You're on with Elvis. Elvis, what was your number first number one hit? My first number one was, uh, I don't know, Love Me. Love, love, love to love you, baby. <laughs> How does that one go? Treat me like a fool. Cindy, why didn't we just ask him to sing something? It's fucking Elvis Presley. Okay, okay, I don't want to cut you off. This is actually fantastic, but Mr. Presley, we're very sorry for asking questions. And You goddamn better be. Okay, great. And just to make sure that you know, the Fool's Gold Loaf is a baguette filled with peanut butter, jelly, and bacon. I thought it was a hard, hot roll filled with peanut butter, jelly, and bacon. What is that you said? A what roll? A hard, hot roll. Hot, hard roll? I don't know what he's saying. Everybody keeps talking about this bag face or something. What is that, like the unknown comic? No, it's a big, long roll, and we throw it all in a bag. We bag it up for you. Exactly. Give me one of them filled with all that stuff that you talked about. Do you want to come eat in, or should we meet you somewhere? How do you-, you can meet us here at the airport hangar. Yeah, we'll be in uh, hangar C-33. Pull on up. Tell them you're there for the king. You got a bunch of food. They'll understand. Uh, when you get there, don't forget to take off your shoes. Not for security purposes. This is way pre-9-11. But I have a toe fetish. Oh. Okay. Uh, no shoes and 22 loaves. That's going to be the name of my next album. No shoes and 22 loaves. Sonny right, Red, true. are you on the toilet phone right now? Yeah, I got Vernon in a headlock. <laughs> Write it down. Shoes and 22 loaves. Yeah, I will pay you whatever you want. If you need some extra help, I don't know if there's Mexicans around there. I'm hiring them to just put some bread and shit it together. It is a mining town. I'd imagine there are some. Oh, around. man, there's probably illegal. Build a wall. Uh, Mr. Presley, and I understand you are already in the air, so this is kind of a moot point, but we are closed and we don't have a lot of our supplies, so... Goddamn, man. You're a restaurant. I live in a house, not a restaurant, and at all times, we have bacon, peanut butter, and jelly of some kind always in there, and you're telling me your restaurant don't have those three primary food ingredients in your goddamn place. What kind of a monkey-ass place is this? Oh, we could put some monkey-ass in there. (laughs) See you soon. (laughs) Captain, um, why exactly are we flying to Denver at, you know, damn near midnight? This is your captain speaking. I know it's the captain speaking right next to me, Milo. We go where Elvis tells us to. I get that, and I, you know, I get the whole no questions asked, just do what you do, and, you know, hey, my check clears, and my kids had Christmas this year and all that stuff, but, uh... Most of the time, we just sit on the runway, just wait for that call. I have caught up on a lot of reading this year, which has been really nice. You ever read Fear of Flying? Which is weird, that I read that book. One, because it's about feminism, and two, because I fly. Elwood, that is weird that you read that. 
I think it's inappropriate to even bring it up while we're 40,000 feet up in the air. Point well taken. But, come on, you had to have heard some sort of conversation back there. I mean, what are we doing? Well, he's a hungry man. He's a big man. He likes peanut butter. He likes monkey. He likes bananas. Well, yeah. I mean, who doesn't? Me. What one of those things don't you like? Monkey. You ever had it? It tastes like kangaroo. I've never had that either. Oh, it tastes like duck. You're naming a lot of stuff that I've never had. Oh, man, you need to hang out with the king more. He eats damn near anything. He is a machine, that's for sure. He is? No, no, he's actually a real person. Oh, shit, see, sometimes I take things literally, so you got to be careful. I know, that's why you're not the captain. Fair enough. So, flying time is going to be another 17 minutes. Uh, Yeah, I'm sitting up here, too. I've got all these gauges and stuff in front of me. It's clear skies. Um, yep, I can see out the window. We're expecting a smooth ride. Who are you talking to? <laughs> this is the way I talk. Talk this way to my wife. Do talk have this a nice way voice. to my co-pilot. <laughs> Honey, this is your captain speaking. That was absolutely terrific. Well, I hope you liked it, Milo. I spent all day here in the kitchen cooking it for you. Yeah, kitchen's clean. We're expecting a smooth ride through dinner. And dessert. Well, for dessert, I have something you've never had before. Bananas Foster. Why, that sounds like a great dessert. I was talking to Miss Mavis over there at Graceland. Did you know Elvis loves Bananas Foster? Well, then, if Elvis loves it, it's got to be good. Here it is. It's a banana and a can of Foster's beer. And why is it on fire? Well, I had a mishap here in the kitchen. All right. I'm going to try your dessert. Why, honey, that was absolutely terrific. Now, if you'd please do me a favor and put your tray in its upright position. So, you still really haven't answered my question. Like, you don't have an inkling of information as to what we're doing flying to Denver? Yeah, would. I get paid very handsomely. And when Elvis says we're going to go to a city, I fire up the jets. Are we doing a drug run? Well, food is a drug. They say. Yeah, love is a drug that I'm thinking of. That's something, isn't it? It is now. Lisa Marie, this is uh, Denver Tower. We have you coming in at approach, landing in about 13 minutes. You'll be landing at runway C33. Thank you, Tower. Uh, and my name is not Lisa Marie, it is Milo. I was referring to the actual plane that you're flying on. Ah. Is that, uh, is that Milo High that's coming in? Yes, this is your pilot speaking, Milo High. Yeah, it's, it's Milo High. And, uh, this what a douche! I can't stand this guy. This is uh, co-pilot uh, Elwood Davis of Denver Tower. Um, can I ask you guys a question? Uh, this is open channel. Uh, now it's co-pilot. cool. We're all friends here. Uh, feel free. Did anybody, like, when they phoned ahead to let you get clearance for our landing and all that stuff and this impromptu trip, did anybody tell you why we are flying into Denver, Denver by any chance? Just just asking. I just assumed this late at night, flying in from Memphis to Denver, it would be a drug run. That's what I thought, too. All right, good, good. Then I'm not crazy. I think we are on a drug run. Should I be telling you this? Doesn't make a difference to us. Are We're you, just clearing your runway. Are you cool? Like, you ask if I'm holding? Yeah, are you Are you cool? I mean... Like, nobody... Is this line... Is this line bugged? Hey, Matt, this guy's asking me if I'm holding. What should I tell him? Yeah, we're cool. Yeah, we're cool. It's it's 
Elvis is goddamn playing. We can, uh, we can be cool. I get it, but this is an open channel, and we're sitting here smoking pot. We're not supposed to be doing that while planes are landing. And planes aren't supposed to land this time of night. Yeah, that's true. Planes do stop flying at 10.30 at night. But there's laws, aren't there? Like blue laws? I, I would imagine. Is that B-L-U-E or B-L-E-W? Don't talk French even on an open channel with Elvis can't hear. You don't think Elvis is on this open channel by any chance? I am on the line. Hi, everybody. Oh, shit. You take requests? I uh, want to hear Love to Love You Baby by whoever sings that song. Mr. Presley, I am so sorry. Did you hear us talking about smoking some pot? Yeah, pot is no good, man. What you need to do is you need to get in the pills. I keep telling people this. Cocaine and pot are no good. What you need, just get yourself this this drug Bible, this, this pill Bible, all right? And you just go through it, and whatever sounds good, just do it. Because I tell you, science will never fail you, man. Matt, run out and get us some pills. All right. <laughs> pills it is. Gentlemen, I want to clear this up. We are not on a drug run. We are uh, just coming into town to get ourselves some food. That's it. Well, some people say that food is a drug. Well, those people are just insane, man, because food is a necessity. Well, actually, drugs are kind of a necessity, too, as far as I'm concerned. So maybe they are right. I don't know. Who am I to cast stones? I sing songs. So you have your answer there, Elwood. No drugs on board. Smooth skies. Oh, I'm pretty sure there's drugs on board. I mean, we're flying Elvis Presley 1976 around the country. I mean, I'm not Sherlock Holmes. I'm yeah. Elwood Davis. Uh, this is Tower again. We're expecting your approach in 11 minutes. Copy that, Tower. This is your captain speaking. Milo, hi. Milo, you're not really their captain. You're just our captain. Ah. Well, we're going to land, so buckle in. I'm buckled up. Trays in your upright position. We don't have trays. We're in the cockpit. Ah. You really don't understand some of the things that you're supposed to understand as a pilot. I don't understand some of the things I'm supposed to understand in life. Fair enough. Nick, you're on baguettes. Cindy, you start cutting that bacon. I'm going to start slapping some stuff together, and we got to get an assembly line going. Mr. Bach, what do I do? Huh? I found one of the Mexicans. Hi. Uh, Perez, thank God you're here. You just got to get all the bags laid out. We got to get this ready to go. Assembly line. You're the last chain on this link. You're going to pay me. And the last link on this chain. <laughs> you're going to pay me and what you promised me. Jose, we would never stiff you. What is what my name? He said Perez. Yes, said Jose, Jose Perez. Oh, it's my full name. Thank you. Do you want me to address you as your full name? No, you can just call me whatever. Senor Perez. Thank you. Mr. Elvis is coming? Well, he's coming, but you're not going to meet him. Oi! All right, go back in the kitchen. Oh, I dropped a baguette on the floor. No! We only have 22. Well, then pick the goddamn baguette up. We're going to use it. The bacon's cooking. Uh, higher the heat, we need that bacon faster. I think you wanted to say raise the heat. Yes, yes, raise the steaks on the heat. No steaks. Sorry, guys, I'm getting confused. Buck, <laughs> Buck, yes. calm down. King, We're going to get this done. Take a moment, mop your brow, and then get back in line. We're going to be fine. Okay, okay. You are my rock. You are my support. <sighs> All right, Nick, listen. Yeah. Most of this bacon is completely expired. Do not tell Buck. It's just going to upset him. I'll just burn it a little. I just assumed you would do that because you're a lousy cook. Thank you. All right, keep going. I'm going to go in the kitchen and see how Jose Perez is doing. Me Cindy, the bag on fire. Okay, he's doing great. 15, 16, 17, 18. All right, that's 22. That's 22. Oh, man. Jose Perez, did you do it? You got it every bagged up, right? You're all right? bagged up, sir. Do I get in the car, too? You follow behind us. You're not going to get in the car with us. Oh, uh, no. 
Can I come on me donkey? <laughs> I don't care what you do on your donkey. <laughs> He's consenting. All right, Buck. Yes. You can drive, but if you're going to be wild, we're going to have Nick drive. No, no, no. I've calmed down. I put my headband on. My brow will stay mopped the whole drive. Nick, you in the back, you're going to support the baguettes. Got it. Why did Perez put every one of those 22 baguettes into the same bag? I told him to. Oh, Nick. They keep each other warm that way. Plus, I, where I come from, 22 people in the same spot is just only normal. Okay, I'm going to roll up the window so you and your donkey don't hear us. Abject poverty. Buck, turn left up here. I know a shortcut. Oh, okay. All right. Pardon me again, I interrupt. You made a Buck Wild joke earlier. No, I got it. Yes, Buck Wild. Big fan. Uh, you know, I, I, Cindy, I don't think uh, Perez can follow us on the borough where we're going. Yes, that's what makes it such a shortcut. Now we're short one man. Ah, <sighs> you clever bitch. You're going to have to jump over those railroad tracks. Then we'll knock down that fence, and then we're in the airport yard. All right, honey. Everybody, Nick, hold on. We're going to gun it. Oh, boy. Hold on to your baguettes. Got them. Ah, I felt amazing. Yeah, now there's cum on my donkey. So there's flashing lights over there. Hey, you gotta pull over. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. Yes, yes, hi. Yeah, what are you doing here at the airport, driving furiously? We're here to see the king? Oh, yeah, he's in uh, C-33, like, uh, just going through. Wow, that was really guys, easy. Guys, are, you, are you guys holding? William Holden? Holden Caulfield? Holden, holding our balls in coffin? Similar. Just, just remember, after you're done with doing your business with the king, when you come on back, just, uh, you know, flush twice. When, when are they going to get here? I think that's them coming here, king. Yeah, yeah. You want me to uh, go out and meet him at the lights? Be careful, though, man. He is driving furiously. We were talking on that open channel earlier. How do we know that's not DEA agents coming to bust us? To your point, it's not a problem, because we did ask everybody on that open channel the five questions. What if those five questions they overheard on another open line somewhere else? First of all, the first question we asked were, are you cool? If you lie about that, man, you've broken all kinds of codes. Oh, yeah, that's like that. entrapment. That is entrapment. And second of all, I am Narcotics Bureau uh, badge holding some bitch. They ain't gonna do nothing to me. I'm gonna be like, man, I confiscated these. And now I'm gonna test them to make sure they're real drugs. So you're actually hoping that they're bringing drugs in? Here's the things I'm always hoping world peace, baguettes full of crispy fried bacon, peanut butter, and jelly. Well, how are you always thinking that? You just found out about this about well, a mere hour ago. Goddamn, man. I'm always thinking about it since then. So there. It's bumped off number two. Ooh, which number two was? is now number three, which is uh, I'm always thinking about pills. Yep. For number four, I'm always thinking about mama. And number five, I'm always thinking about ways to kill Vernon. Interesting. And what was number six that used to be five? Was World Peace again. Oh, twice. Yeah, man, I love World Peace. Yeah, it all checks out. That's Buck and his wife. And I think you might want to meet the guy. He's and, oh, that would be nice for him. Yeah, yeah, maybe get a photo with him or something? Because, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was nice of him to do this, you know, for me. Do a solid. I haven't done a solid in a long time. When I hear about this sandwich, uh, you're going to have a lot of salads. God, I hope so. Let's meet this gentleman. Right. His name's Buck. Buck, his Buck. wife is Cindy. And there's another guy in the car, and his name is Nick. So, uh. Is he cool? Yeah, he looks like he's holding. All right, fine. We're all friends here. Buck, Cindy, Nick, how y'all doing? Oh, man, the king. That's me. Hi, uh, Mr. Presley, I'm, I'm Buck. Uh, this is my wife, Cindy. It is a pleasure to meet you, and let me just say that I used your music as our hold music until I got a cease and desist from a Colonel Tom Parker. 
Oh, that sounds about right. Let's we'll call it even. Just get rid of that goddamn goulet, man. We'll just have me humming. That sounds good. Here, let me give you a hug in one of these. Uh, Very velvety. Yeah, Buck, man. Buck, you should hug him. Can I don't I, go that way. Maybe oh. one of those man handshakes, long arm, touch the velvet. It's so soft. Here, I'll give you one of these soul shakes. It's like here, and then the hand comes up like this, and then we do that, and then uh, there you go. I feel cool now. Well, you are cool, man. Mr. Presley, uh, first of all, I'm very sorry about all those questions. This never should have been. Especially the dead one about your brother. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of fucked up, man. I really panicked. I didn't have a question. I mean, I'll try not to think about that, but I think about it. Now, is that something you would say you think about all the time? You want me to rattle off my top five dead people I'm always thinking about? Sure. Well, number one's always talking about, I'm always thinking about mama. She was beautiful. She was like an angel, but fat. Cherub. Uh, So I'm thinking about my dead brother, who I never met. He's number two. And once again, I am sorry about that. So number three, I'm always thinking about Vernon because he's dead to me. And we're actually always hoping he does die. So that that technically count. Whenever you see something like a political assassination and you're like, oh, why didn't Sirhan Sirhan kill my daddy and not Robert Kennedy? Is that who's standing behind you right now? Why, son, yes it is. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. King, he got two left. Always thinking about JFK. Oh, who isn't? JFK blown away. What else do I have to say? You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Yeah, write that one down. Write that one down. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody can remember where they were when JFK died. I had my face buried in a beaver. I mean, I was actually eating a beaver that day. Yeah, we were out hunting. Did you ever have a beaver? Oh, I've never had beaver. Tastes like ostrich. Oh, I've never Mm. had ostrich. Tastes like a banjo. He's mentioning all these things I've never had. (laughs) Sounds wonderful. Anyway, the fifth one, I don't know why, but Cecil B. DeMille. Always thinking about him. My list is almost identical, except I'm D.W. Griffin on that last one. I can understand because you're a racist. So let me just eat one of these. Here you go. Oh, thank you, man. It's the best one we made right there for you. I'm not even going to cut this. I'm just going to karate chop it in half. Hiya. That's oh, good. That's delicious, good? man. He likes it. Whose idea it was to make this sandwich? Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's a recipe of the restaurant. We all it's it's well, a, the goddamn the building didn't make it. It's an inanimate object, right? Somebody but, in the building made it. Who well, is that person? Well, I yeah. cooked the bacon, so you made it. Yeah, kinda. Like well, you had the idea one day to say, "I'm going to do this." There was a lot of leftovers, and I put bacon together, and I had burned it a little. We, we basically had a whole bunch of stuff, and we were doing a refrigerator cleaning sandwich, and oh, man, this I is know what that we goes. came up with. Yeah, I mean, it's a family restaurant. We've been there for decades, and, you know, Nick came on board and sure, maybe it was his idea to put the peanut butter in, but, yeah. I mean, we make crazy sandwiches yeah. all the time. We uh, directed him to do these things, and he did them. He's an employee of the restaurant. I, I mean, totally get it. It's collaboration. Like, Otis Blackwell, he was like, oh, I got this song, Don't Be Cruel, and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to put my name on the songwriting credits. And he's like, oh, well, okay. And I'm like, god damn. It's collaboration. That's how it works. It's all a big stew sandwich. I went to high school with stew sandwich. So it's the four of you that run this restaurant then. I'm sorry? Well, Buck, you, and Cindy, and this guy Nick, and I assume that guy who's uh, on a donkey behind you. Oh, here he comes. uh, There's a Mexican trying to come in uh, Lisa Marie's back door. Hey, Seuss, I told you to wait. Why do you keep calling me Jesus it's Perez? It's Jesus Perez. No, I thought it was Jose Perez. Wait, was it Jose? I thought I said Jesus. You it was say Jose. Jesus in the middle or something there. But anyway, my donkey died. You want to maybe eat it? I don't want to go away. Wait, hold on a second. You guys are saying uh, there's free meat? Don't just take it. Please pay me something. Jesus Jose Perez. Here, take these. Be a Mexican. Don't be a Mexican. We can't have a paper trail saying we paid an undocumented worker. Buck, Cindy, is this guy uh, legit? Is he on the, the rolls? I mean, we hired him. He, we haven't paid him. Uh, Nick, you brought him on board. Uh, yeah, well, I kind of found him outside. Uh, he was walking around the dumpster looking for work. 
That's where one goes to get work, is just hang out at the dumpster. I think there's only one way to find out if Jose Perez is, in fact, a documented worker. Five questions. Five questions. About America? And the American way of life. Fair enough. I have one. Go on, Nick. How many stars are on the flag? Good question. Well, let's see. There's Burt Reynolds, Raquel Welch. No, no, no. The American flag. I was actually with him on both of those. They are tremendous stars. I like Raquel Welsh. Big hit in Mexico. This is a two-part question, but still just counts as one question. Okay, first part first. Okay, first part is, how many toes do you have? Second part is, prove it. Uh, I have seven. I know most people have ten. I lost two in a garage door accident, and I lost one on a bet. And here you go. Just take off the shoes, and there they are. I like a little Mexican sometimes. That's weird. What did they have to do with America? Who's next? Good album. Jose, what's your social security number? Two... Okay. Two. Dos. 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 Five. Almost cinco, there. Cinco. Uh, pound. Uh, Got me on that Question one. mark. Cat head. No further questions. <laughs> okay, that's three. Uh, we ask the question at the house all the time just to make sure things are all copacetic. Uh, it's the best way to rid yourself of a monkey. Well, in my country, we string it up like piñata, and we stuff it full of crab meat. And we beat it with a stick, and then we have big fest. I mean, it sounds delicious a, and all, but that does not sound American. It's not, yeah. Uh, maybe, how, how, do you know how we do it here in America? Maybe you stuff it full of beef jerky. No, oh, that's American. Okay, right, there we go. Enough. Okay, fair enough. All right, so one what? final question, King. I, I, I believe it should be yours. Well, I thank you, man, for saving the best for last. Um, what was my biggest hit in uh, Mexico by an American artist? Good question. Me. I think it was Do the Clam from Clam Big. That's 100% correct, man. <laughs> God damn. Yep. Yeah. That right. must prove that he's American because he's I have just, the number one hit in Mexico. Even if you were not legal, I think by answering those questions and the fact that I am a federal law enforcement officer, I've just Americanized you. So you're an American citizen. Uh, welcome. Congratulations, Jose. This is, this took a turn for everybody. This is having a great night. We're all great. I think all that's left is for all of us to bite into these delicious uh, sandwiches. Halfway there, man. All right. Uh, here's a hot, hard roll for you. We can eat that donkey, right? <laughs> well, I got a little story that I want you to know. Oh, I'm gonna make that shit up as I go. I'm gonna start with a little bitty kernel of truth, but then it's gonna turn nutty like a baby root. So take it with some salt and a grain of sand, have a fried banana sandwich, and listen to Elvis Hain. Elvis Hain. Elvis has left the building.